are listening to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com. This is the first message in the health series called When a New Habit Meets an Old Devil by Nathaniel Bronner. This message is number 4020. That's 4020. To listen to the entire series click series on airjesus.com or theonlineword.com. And now for the message. Welcome to Brothers of the Word because brother you need the word. And we're going to take our text today from the first book of the New Testament, the book of Matthew, chapter 12, verses 43 through 45, the King James Version. And this is a series of verses that you have heard many times before. And this is Jesus talking. And he says, when the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places, seeking rest, and findeth none. Then he saith, I will return into my house from whence I came out. And when he is come, he findeth it empty, swept, and garnished. Then goeth he and taketh with himself seven other spirits more wicked than himself. And they enter in and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. Even so shall it be also unto this wicked generation. And I want to talk to you for a few minutes today from the subject, when a new habit faces an old devil. When a new habit faces an old devil. Now, if you listen to my last sermon, sermon number 5446, it talked about my resolution to make some changes in my own life and to stick closer to what God has commanded me to do. And one of those things was to focus on and to teach about health. Even with the changes that you will make in your health, you will have to get rid of some old habits. But the minute you get a new habit, you come face to face with an old devil. And if you don't learn how to deal with the old devil that confronts your new habit, the old devil will always eventually kill your new habit and send you right back to where you were. But when you try to do something new and you, and you mark and you begin on a new program and you slip back, oftentimes the state that you're in after you slip back is worse than the state that you were in before you tried to change. And the latter state of the man is worse than the former. So I, I want to talk to you. To, what do you do when you've got a new habit, but the new habit confronts or faces and old devil. Now, Jesus said unclean spirit, which usually refers to demons. People, I want to tell you, demons are real. Now, some of you don't believe in demons. You're sophisticated, educated. And, and in all modern psychology, demons do not exist in psychology 101. They don't exist in the realm of the objective, hard-nosed scientific. So if you're purely academic, you don't believe in demons. But, I, but I'm here to tell you that demons are real. 
And oddly enough, you have more people who believe in angels than who believe in demons. But you cannot believe in angels and not believe in demons. Both of them are are creatures of the spiritual realm. So if you believe in one, by default, you will believe in another. So a lot of people will say, yeah, I believe in angels. But if you ask them, well, do you believe in demons? Well, no, I don't really believe in demons. You can't believe in one without the other. They both inhabit the same spiritual realm and actually demons most of them are really nothing but used to be angels who were cast down with Satan so demons and the demonic spirits they are real and there is another type of unclean spirit and this really isn't a demon it's just an unclean spirit some of us even have what I would call just a junk demon And you're just junkie. You understand what I mean? You're just junkie. And this is not that you're dealing with a supernatural spirit that needs exercise. You're just junkie. So sometimes an unclean spirit is literally just, it's just a spirit of of uncleanliness. And you can't even, with some people, even if you clean up their room, they're not comfortable until it's jumped up again. They sleep better when they have to move all the stuff off the bed and, and just pile it. You, you understand what I mean? Even on their desk, they can't work unless this stuff just pile up everywhere on the desk. There's something, it's an unclean spirit that is that truly is psychological. It's not so much that it's demonic, not that a demon can't be nasty, but some folk just nasty. And it has nothing to do with any supernatural spirit. It's just an unclean psychological thing that for whatever reason, they're only comfortable in the midst of mess. And I want to talk to you and just to illustrate of the New Year's resolutions that are made. The top 10 resolutions for this year, which just so happened to have been the top 10 resolutions for last year and the top 10 resolutions for the year before that and the year before that and the year before that. And they're the top 10 resolutions. The reason that they are the top 10 resolutions is because often people will get a new habit, but they face an old demon. And they can never get the new habit fully functional because the old demon always wins. The top 10 New Year's resolutions, number one is to stop smoking or drinking. Number two is to get in shape. Number three is to lose weight. Number four is to get out of a bad relationship and find true love. And number five is to get organized. Number six is to go back to school or take a class. Number seven is to advance in your career or make more money. Number eight is to get out of debt. Number nine is to spend more time with family and friends. And number 10 is to help others. And these are the basic 10 top resolutions That people have. And yet they're the same 10 over and over and over. And most people can't get past 90 days with any one of those resolutions before the old devil has taken over the new habit. And what you have to understand is that if you don't have some things together and in line before you try to take on a new habit. So even before 
I began teaching you some of the things even of health and how to get your body transformed. And and when you really look at the top 10 resolutions, a good percentage of them involve your health. See, that stop smoking and drinking, that's health. That get fit, that's health. That that losing weight, that's health. So, So you got even one out of basically almost a third of the top 10 resolutions they they have to do with your physical health itself. But if you don't understand how to deal with that old devil, he'll keep killing your new habits. See, first of all, what happens is that when people start a new habit or try to get rid of an old habit, all they do is substitute The number one thing is stop smoking or drinking. Usually what happens when people stop smoking, do you know what happens when they stop smoking? They gain weight, exactly. When they stop smoking, they gain weight. And and that's the number three thing, trying to lose weight. So all they do is they shift from the number one thing to the number three thing. So they stop smoking and go to eating. And they substitute one for, let me tell you something, people. That's why it's an old devil. The old devil has more than one thing for you. Do you understand that? They have more than one way of attacking you. It's an old devil. He's been here since almost the beginning of time. So he knows every single trick in the book. And I can tell you, people, you have more than one weakness. You've got more than one thing that can mess you up. You've got more than one door that you've left cracked open. So the old devil who is now see the devil may be evil, but he's not stupid. He is an intelligent creature. He's not dumb. Now, he may be dumb for going against God, but in terms of his intellectual IQ, he's not a stupid creature. He understands Human nature. And not only does he understand human nature, he's more successful because he's got more folk by multiples than God has even in the church. And the Bible says that Jesus tell you, he said, look, wide is the path that leadeth unto destruction and many thereof shall enter. But narrow is the way that leadeth unto life and few there be that find. Even Jesus said, look, the devil has a four lane highway that's jam packed. God has a little footpath that somebody comes along every now and then. So the devil is a smart creature because he has multiples more people even in the church than God. So, so how, do you, how do you get a new habit entrenched when you're fighting this old devil? So even number one, when people stop smoking, they gain weight because they go to eating. And then people who are battling with the eating, it, it's, it's hard for you to lose weight because generally you will never have elimination without transformation. And we try to just eliminate But we never transform. And when you try to eliminate without transformation, you go back sooner or later to the old things. Some of you, if you have a battle with just fried chicken. Do you know if you have a battle with fried chicken and you tell yourself, I'm just not going to eat any more fried chicken. The minute you leave out of this church, you're going to run across Mrs. Winters. Churches, Popeyes, Bojangles, Wings on, 
Chick-fil-A and KFC. That's seven. See, so, so you run across seven things that automatically want to take you back to where you were the minute you leave out of this church. So if you just have elimination, and even if you eliminate that fried chicken for a couple of weeks, you still gonna run across all of those seven stores, and each time you go past, they're going to call out to you. And then sooner or later, because you have not transformed, you have only eliminated sooner or later. Maybe you make it a month. Maybe you make it two months. But sooner or later, you find yourself going back to the old thing. And where you used to just go to KFC, you missed it so long. Now you're going to KFC, Bojangles, Chick-fil-A. Now you're going all of them. And that's what happened even when people go on diets to lose weight. They lose the weight. But the minute they go back, they end up gaining more weight than they had before. The latter state is worse than the first. So unless we learn how to deal with the old devil and the old demon, our new habits will never get entrenched. And one thing you've got to understand even about this devil and the demons The demon said in verse 44 of that 12th chapter of Matthew, then he saith, I will return into my house. That demon, that habit has laid claim on you. He said, I'm going to return into my house, your body. But he said, I'm going to return into my house, that that old sloppy thing that has gotten control of you. One of those top ten was to get out of a bad relationship. That's why, ladies, sometimes men, when they're no good and they're with you, that's why they'll make you say, who's your daddy? (laughs) They're laying claim on you. What's my name? Y'all don't know what I'm talking about. They make, they lay claim on you. So, and that's why when even you try to get rid of the old thing, the thing says, I'm coming back into my house because they have laid claim and you have never transformed. I, I was dealing with a prayer request and, and we get a lot of prayer requests. Most of them, the vast majority, I, I'm not able to answer personally. I'm not even led to answer personally, but there was this one lady and she had emailed And she had emailed a prayer request and God spoke to me. And and what he said was, he said, there is a man she is attached to who she already knows is not good for her. When she breaks the attachment to the unholy thing, her sickness will leave. Now, she had she had written in a prayer request for healing. And as I was praying over the prayer request, this is what God spoke. She's attached to a man who she knows is no good for her. And when she breaks the attachment, her sickness will leave. And I I emailed her, the lady this, and I told her this. And the lady emailed me back. She she said, I know who the man is. She said, "I, I know exactly who the man is. But this is the line that she wrote that was a critical line. But I don't know how to remove him. She says, I'm not even talking to him now. But I don't know how to remove him. You see... The man was out of her house, but he wasn't out of her heart. She was still attached to him. The man had laid claim on her and the man had said, you are mine. 
And I'm coming back into my house. And when that happens, see, until you can transform to where you no longer belong to this thing, to where this thing no longer has a grip on you, until you can transform. Elimination will not work until you have transformation because the thing will always call to you. And sooner or later, when that man calls, and and see, sooner or later, you're going to get weak. Way over in the night. And here your phone rings and you already been thinking about it. And see, when a man has claim on you, he can tell when you're thinking about it. You've already been thinking about him. Your phone ring, you see your caller ID, you see that's his name and number. Your heart just go to beat. And you click the, the green button. You know you ought to click the red button, but you click the green button. You know you're supposed to click the red button. You click the green button and you don't even answer it in your normal voice. Hello? Because you have never broken the attachment. And the unholy thing still has claim on your heart and on your spirit. Until you break the attachment to the unholy thing, the demon says, I will return unto my house. And the demon, when he came back, he found three things about the house. First, it was empty. Do you know how many things we get involved in and how many things keep grip on us simply because we are empty? The number one thing that people want to change, smoking and drinking, people don't smoke because they enjoy it. When you first take a puff of cigarette, no one dog on there choke you to death. They don't smoke because they enjoy it. They smoke because it fills an emptiness. They drink because it fills an emptiness. And the demon came back and the first thing, he found the house empty. You don't have that bad person in your life. Because you have thought about it and out of wisdom, you have choked. No, you have that bad person in your life because somehow without them, you feel like you're nothing. So they're there to to supposedly fill an emptiness. The demon found the house empty. And there is a thing about emptiness in the law of physics. Nature abhors a vacuum. Do you know how it is when you buy something in a jar and you open the lid and you hear the little air that says, that's because the jar is packed in a vacuum. But even when packed in a vacuum, there's air pressure all around it at sea level, 14.7 pounds per square inch. And there's air pressure on every square inch is 14 pounds of pressure trying to get in that jar. The minute there is a crack, the air rushes in. Whenever there is a void, the minute there is a crack, now you can fight it for a while, but if you empty long enough, if you hungry long enough, if you got lust long enough, if you got this desire deep down in your gut long enough, the minute there is a crack, whoosh, the thing rushes in. So the first thing the demon found was emptiness. Then he found the house swept, void of dirt. And the demon understood that no house has no dirt. And the demon will play 
on the dirt that you have that other folk can't see. Even though it's swept, there's some dirt in there. See, even, even some of you all sitting up here right now, you're, you're sanctified, you're looking all prim, you're looking all proper, but, but the demon knows that in the corners of your life, in the, in the dark, you know, behind your good furniture, that the demon knows that there is some stuff you have placed under the, the rug. The demon knows it looks swept, but the demon knows there is some dirt and the demon will bring up the dirt in your life to try to tell you, look, I know about this dirt. You might as well go and do this thing anyway because you're dirty anyhow. I know about what you used to do. I know about what you used to be. You can't play clean with me because I know your dirt. I'm the demon. <laughs> Swept. And, and then he found the house garnished. Now let me tell you what garnished means. Let me put it, since we talked a little about food and that fried chicken, let me tell you what garnish is. It's like when you get a plate and they have some parsley on the plate. That's garnish. It is a nice, neat, and orderly thing that is placed there to add a little looking good spice. But you can't eat the garnish. You can't get full off the garnish. It just looks nice, but it ain't worth a quarter. Matter of fact, most of the time when most people have the garnish on their plate, you bring them a big steak dinner with some nice mashed baked potato, mashed potatoes, all this kind of if there's one thing that's left on the plate, what is it? The garnish. No, he want to eat the garnish. The demon found the house empty to the eye swept of dirt and only had some non-nutritious garnish in the house. If you ever want to beat that old devil with new habits, you have got to transform your house and you've got to put some stuff of substance inside. He cannot come back and find you empty. He cannot come back and find you with some pseudo dressing that doesn't really mean a thing. He's got to come back and find some real stuff there. He's got to come back and find a guard at the door saying, now Jesus is in this house. I don't have any, I don't have just a religion that just looks good on Sunday. I don't have just a garnish of Christianity. I got the real meat. So you cannot have Yes, it's some dirt because God said that all of us and all of our righteousness is as filthy rags. But that's why I got Jesus. I got some dirt. And you can no longer play on my dirt. I am no longer empty. And I got some real stuff inside. Get away from me, you worker of iniquity, you son of Satan, you demon from hell. I command you to go back, but you're not coming in this house. This is no longer your house. Until you get to the point to where you can get rid of that old devil, your new habit will never Take root. And the demon had sense enough to bring with him seven more wicked than himself. See, see that that's why the children of darkness are wiser than the children of light. 
He understood who you run with empowers you. If you're running with demons, whatever you want to do, you've got to run with some people who have what you want. If you want to stop smoking, you can't run with smokers. You'll be sitting there in that house and they're puffing away and there you are just trying to get you a sniff. You understand what I'm saying? Just trying to smell that. If you want to stop smoking, you can't run with smokers. If you want to get your body in shape, you have to run with people whose body is in shape. If you want to get bad relationships out of your life, you got to run with folk who have solid relationships. If you want money in the bank, you got to run with people who have money. If you run with, do you know, now I don't, I don't know about some spirits, but I do believe it's a broke spirit. I believe it's a real supernatural, just broke spirit. And if you run with other folk who got the broke spirit, all that's going to happen is you're going to tell them, Woo, child, I ain't got no money. I ain't got none either. Woo, child, child my, my, my electricity about to get cut off. Shoot, that's pretty good. Man, already cut off. See, 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 if you run with, if you run with others, you've got to change who you run with. That's why the demon had sense enough to empower him. He ran with folk like he was and it made him stronger, made him seven times stronger than he was before because he joined up with like minds and like spirits. So if you want to ever conquer something, join up with like minds and like spirits, at least use the wisdom of what the demon used and you run with seven other folk who's strong in the areas where you are weak. I thank you for watching the program today, and I hope that you can overcome these habits, these old things, and bring something new into your life. We thank you for joining us today at Brothers of the Word, because, brother, you need the Word. Amen. 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 You are listening to AirJesus.com and TheOnlineWord.com. This was the Frist message in the health series. This message is number 4020. That's 4020. The next message is number 4021. To hear the complete series click series on TheOnlineWord.com. The title of the first message in the health series was, When a New Habit Meets an Old Devil. Be sure to listen to AirJesus.com and TheOnlineWord.com and keep your spirit charged up.